0: Back to this special episode of the metal bible podcast i've got my guests here this is the uh christian theological dark web i have to look and look at your ctdw every single time i <laughs> think because <laughs> i always want to say christian dark web then i forget <laughs> theological. but
1: no you <laughs> we have to have that theological <laughs> part
0: yeah because yeah. Yeah, the christian dark web just sounds like really creepy and weird very but... <laughs> very. yeah, very yeah. Good. so yeah uh, i've got you know Ricky and Shelly here, we're going to talk about uh, some awesome, wonderful topics today surrounding the topic of the Nephilim, mm-hmm. which, um, you know, a lot of people are um, like, well, why do you talk about this? There's only, It's only mentioned <laughs> twice in the entire Bible, and that's not true at all. Uh-uh. The word Nephilim is is found twice in the Bible, but the creatures are found Everywhere, like in every book, almost. Rude. So, um, <laughs> so um, you guys uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Um, you know, I, I don't even remember what I said, but I'm Katen, uh, and you guys go ahead and introduce yourself.
2: Go
1: ahead, Sean. Okay, well, I'm Shelly Um I'm just the passenger. I was telling the guys, I'm, an, I'm the one in the back seat.
2: Shelly and I are, are language snobs. Um, I think I'm probably even worse because that's uh that's my you know that's what I studied in college. Um hi guys, my name is Ricky. Uh everybody my name is technically Richard, but no one on in their right mind calls me that unless they are an enemy. Um and that's of their own choice usually. So um we want to say thanks to Caden for having us on. Um, Absolutely. and our yeah. typical catchphrase mine is good evening. as yes, Shelly was so uh <laughs> desperately wanting me to, to put that forward there. True,
1: so. he must give his good yes. evening. Yes, yes,
2: it is, it is what it is. All right, Caden, it's all yours, brother. <laughs> all right, so uh,
1: the first
0: thing that we always that always comes up when we talk about the Nephilim is. <laughs> what are they, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, I actually I taught on this just I, well, I taught on the flood in my Sunday school class a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago. And I just did kind of a poll of who'd even heard this word Nephilim. And you know, there's probably like twenty people in my class, just my Sunday school class for me and my wife. And uh I mean seriously, I think there were like three people that even heard the term Nephilim. Wow. The nephew. Which is which is I think fairly typical the church just never ever ever talks about this um and if they do they just kind of they just kind of brush it away as like unimportant and um but as you know right too too weird (laughs) weird to talk about right too weird to talk about but as you know uh dr heiser obviously (laughs) he made this extremely um well known by a lot of people and and made it easily accessible Mm -hmm. for people to understand this in a truly biblical way and not a crazy internet tartaria kind of way. Like have you guys ever heard of the (laughs) Tartaria conspiracy? Of course. Oh no. Where where have I been Uh, hiding now? Get on TikTok and look up the next one and you'll end up at Tartaria within probably four or five videos
1: because
0: it is Hmm. the it's so dumb. (laughs) <laughs> but but the whole idea basically is that there was this whole civilization that was uh not very long ago like a few hundred years ago that was extremely advanced, and that's where we get all these ornate buildings and all this kind of stuff. And then the rich people of the world wanted to get rid of all that information, and so they like sent a mud flood, or some variations are, are different and destroyed everything. <coughs> all right. Uh, they'll point to these maps that are old maps that talk about a place called Tartaria, and they've got mm-hmm. these weird, these weird creatures that are supposed to be a part of it, like these long-necked humans that have like giraffe necks and it's really (laughs) wild but i always bring that up because i want people to understand like if you look this subject up you're gonna come into some really weird and stupid stupid (laughs) and so that's why i want to talk about this i mean for, for those who don't know like the nephilim like this whole concept is the reason why i called it this the metal bible podcast um, I was listening to an episode of Blurry Creatures, <laughs> uh, and they were talking about the nephilim uh, uh and something. And one of them just said, "Oh man, that is so metal!" And immediately I was like, I got the "Metal Bible podcast," <laughs> because, because it is. I mean, that is just like it's one of the it's one of the coolest parts of the entire Bible, in my opinion. And as, you know, I've, I've studied this subject. And I've read every book that Michael Heiser wrote, and many others. Okay. Um. Uh, even on the fringe, I've read some like Rob Skiba. He's a flat earther now, and way- right. mm-hmm. <laughs> and and some others. But L. A. Marzulli, and you know, he's got some fringe stuff. he's also got some really good stuff as well. Uh, and so I read uh, as much as I possibly could on this subject once I figured out, like once I first heard about it. I've been studying for probably seven years now, <laughs> uh, and this is something that I've realized. Uh, after studying in depth, that if you don't understand this, you don't understand a lot of the Bible. Absolutely. Um, and and honestly, so like true. I used to be yep. terrified to read the Old Testament because it didn't make any sense to me. I'd get to hmm. the uncomfortable parts where God seems like a genocidal maniac, and I just wouldn't read them. Right? Yeah. <laughs> because, because I'm like, okay, God, why are you being a jerk to these people? Like, I understand. Like, yes, these people are bad people, but the Israelites. That as well.
1: uh, right, right, right,
0: right. <laughs> so there's something different about these people that God shows up super pissed off about every single time, <laughs> uh, and we can get more into that. Um, but first, we're going to oh, talk about will. where uh, the sons of God, and obviously, this is where this Genesis six, Genesis six four, um, where uh, you know it says that the sons of God found that the daughters of men attractive and made wives of them is what many of them say, but that's, that's not entirely accurate. They weren't like, yeah. they didn't hold marriage ceremonies. This wasn't a Can really- May I ask
1: marriage.
0: for your hand, right? <laughs> right, right. If you don't give it to me, I'm going to probably take eat it you. was it more likely it. what it was. I'm going to take you. and Yeah. Yeah. yep. Uh, and this was a, a not-by-choice kind of thing that happened. Uh, mm-hmm. And then God- <laughs> shortly thereafter is he sends the flood. I mean and and the Bible says there's one short passage about it, it says there were nephilim on the earth in those days and also after that when the daughters yeah. when the sons of god found that the daughters men were attractive made wives of them. The <laughs> yeah. And then it doesn't say anything else.
1: <laughs> yeah. At well, least not like, with right oh, not, oh, not with the word nep- nep- right, nephilim. it doesn't actually
0: so say anything like that. Right. It doesn't it doesn't go into any more explanation. About that event at all, right? Yeah, right? Right? That right. specific event, it's not talked about anywhere else in the Bible,
2: right? Well, and, and there's good reason for that actually, because it was such. We're using the word ubiquitous. I guess I'm going to use it again. Um, it was so ubiquitous in the ancient world that it was like, yeah, there's giants. Okay, can we move on? Like everyone knew right,
1: that. Uh, was, every, right. The right mean, like, because the so, dogs are in the alley. Right. Well, the yeah, Egyptians. Like, the
0: Egyptians talked about about the the ana- the Anakim. And right. how they were, how they were an, an enemy to them. And, and yeah. you know, so, I mean, they, they, everybody knew that these, they're like, okay, yeah, giants, All right, cool. <laughs> this is where they well, came from. <laughs> yeah.
1: Right. And in the Old Testament, when you read informed in an informed manner, you know that the Rephaim are a Nephilim breed, that the Anakim, right. the sons of Anak, right. or the descendants of Anak, are a... um. <laughs> A Nephilim yeah. breed, or um, and,
0: and honestly, it's like any. I think even it's not even that they are. I think the Nephilim were the ones created directly by the sons of God,
1: and right? Then they're you they're have, first generation you half have, bred, right. right?
0: They are, they're the actual, you know, like the Gilgamesh and those kinds of things, yeah. Hercules, those kind of, those right. are the actual Nephilim, and then you have the Rephaim, the Anakim, the Zamzumim, all mm-hmm. of these kind of people. And they Which are descendants of the network. right. <laughs> but we can get more into that. But I want to focus Absolutely. right now just on the Genesis six. Okay, because we've got we've got a couple of definitions. Of co- like there's like a uh, there's a practice that's called like the, the laws of first mentioned in the Bible. Like and, and mm-hmm, whenever mm-hmm. <laughs> whenever something is mentioned the very first time, it's extremely important. Because yeah. it sets the tone for the rest of the book, right? Right, right, right. Uh, and if and if somebody hears about the nephilim and they go to something like Got Questions, uh, and they they go to Got Questions and they ask, you know, uh, where what, what are the what are the, what are the nephilim? Uh, <laughs> they're gonna get this kind of response. Let me let me go ahead and pull this up here, because this is one that um, Dr. Heiser has a whole thing where he kind of tears this. Uh, this whole thing apart I mean they talk about here they talk about um, they talk about the, the the Noah flood movie where they have the rock giants in here but mm-hmm. that's like <laughs> that's not this um, it says assuming the Nephilim were the spawn of demons why would demons want to cohabit with human women and produce offspring one speculation is that demons were attempting to pollute the human bloodline and others suggested that the sons of God might be fallen angels who possessed men and and all of these I've never I've never heard
1: that one, <laughs> um, but I then they seen. go on. So I uh, have. I, I could I, tell you why why there's that um, ideology. It's because of of the Matthew scripture where Jesus says um, that in heaven there will be no. It will be like the angels and not right. marrying or having right. sex. Right. And so people and then they read ignore into the that. fact that
0: Jude says that they left their habitation in heaven. Right.
1: <laughs> well, right. and and there's a difference between will not have sex and cannot have right. sex. Right.
0: Well, and it Is says, it? Uh, well, here on this got question thing, it, it literally says the Nephilim were not angels or aliens, watchers or rock monsters. They were literal physical beings. And this is one of the problems I have with with uh with people and, and talking about the spiritual realm, right? What do you mean by a physical being? Right? Um, spiritual doesn't mean just like they're just in the air,
2: right? right they're just there.
0: Right. Th- 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 that's not what it actually means. Now that's kind of what people used to think would, but since we have a more modern understanding of science, this is an extra-dimensional being. Who exists mm-hmm. on a plane of existence that we can't understand, but they are very much physical. But they are also right. capable of coming into our realm. Well, <laughs> In I, our I, dimension. I the that... Bible talks about them had them doing this and then eating. Absolutely. Jesus eats when after he's resurrected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The that when they, they visit uh, Lot or, or when they visit Abraham and they're going to see Lot, they sit the angels sit down and eat, and it's you know Gem possibly Tern. Jesus there with other <laughs> right. I mean so they're they are they are physical in every single right. way right but and, they and, just will say and, these things and missing wings yeah yeah <laughs> right yeah they well, don't I... there are zero that have and you have no idea i mentioned that angels don't have <laughs> wings on my page and people get so mad <laughs> they get I so mad, I and mad and they will, and they will point out all the verses of the cherubim and the seraphim and then i'll say to them show me in the bible that it says that a cherubim and a seraphim are angels and it's just like it does not compute. They yeah. just <laughs> they they cannot well, get past this idea that everything that's good is an angel and everything that's
2: bad is a demon. And to to kind of to kind of uh, revalidate some of your points there, um, you have you're using a lot of language that Shell and I have gone through on multiple uh, podcasts already, actually, regarding realms and regarding <laughs> physicality and regarding all the, all these kind of. Um, all these fun terms that get thrown around that are yeah. kind of like in sometimes not the most, um, what's the word, not, not the most adequate for, for describing right. something that we we right. interact with in a very, very weird way, right? Or rather yeah. interact with us. Um, <laughs> it is a back and forth though, for sure. And and you, you make, you make a good point about physicality, something that I have mentioned and I think Shell and I kind of vibe on this in the same uh, same wavelength, no pun intended for what I'm about to say. <laughs> um, when, when, when uh, Elohimic—we'll just call them when divine beings—come into our realm to interact with us in on the physical plane, I really have. I think it has a lot to do with the, the level of frequency that they they choose to allow their the literal particles of their existence to to match with with what with is on Earth, yes. with what is in physical yeah, reality, yeah. and mm-hmm. so. That's how we that's how they kind of make that transition, I guess, if we want to call it that. Um, but yeah. they can at the drop of a hat kind of like that. I don't know if you guys ever saw that Superman episode where he moves his hand so fast that he like literally mm-hmm. no longer becomes physical, he like parts his atoms because he's moving so fast, like <laughs> yeah, more like of... the flash when he, yeah, yeah, yeah he just yeah, yeah,
0: so yeah. fast that he can, yeah, vibrate, that's exactly, and... <laughs> yeah, exactly Yeah, right.
2: Cool,
0: so, and so you know, I mean, and that's you important think that... to understand. Yeah, well, I think that like the like the, the angels, demons, all of these entities that are that the Bible describes, they are just. Uh, I mean, I like to say that the supernatural. When I say supernatural, supernatural just means something that we don't understand scientifically, but it's very much there. At some point, we will understand scientifically how this actually works. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course. That's why I'm trying to get people to kind of change their mindset from the, the ancient Israel kind of view of okay, well there's there's a god in the sky, there's you know, there's there's an old I mean, even like an old man with a big beard and, and we're playing harps and no like this is a very different kind of experience with the supernatural realm. And so mm-hmm. when Jude, I mean the the they're trying to describe things in the Bible that we still can't describe with our own vernacular, and we had a better sure. understanding. So when Jude, I think it's Jude one six, it says that they left their own habitation. Mm-hmm. Right, these angels that sinned, they, they left mm-hmm. their abode, they disrobed right. themselves of their habit of heaven. Right. And so because of that, they were Capable of doing. There was an intent. There was an intent that they were doing this for this reason. <laughs> All right, and well, he's quoting. Absolutely. I mean, obviously, he's quoting the Book of Enoch there, and Peter quotes yeah. the Book of Enoch. And Peter, as soon as right. you mentioned Enoch, people. I mean, I have people on the page that just that's a Jewish mystic writing, and you're just following. Mm, the, you're a heretic. Right. <laughs> and and even though, even though well, I will, I will serious. purpose it with. You, it is not scripture, and it should not ever be decided as scripture, period, like ever. I say that openly. <laughs> but that's like – I like to call it Enoch a fan fiction of Genesis 6. it's what it is. That's right. all it is. Yes. <laughs> and there's well, some truth to it.
2: Right, exactly. That's the important part, right? Because there there is <laughs> some strong, strong evidence for why a lot of it I think is accurate. Um, but um, I'm, I'm, I really like the way my my pastor phrased it. I'm because I, I go, you know, it's legit this and that. He goes, yeah, it's history. I go, yeah, it's a history book. There you go. That's that's a good point. The Bible is not necessarily a history book. The Bible is an instruction manual, right? Yeah. So you have different. It's books not a lot of history. Well, yeah. Like Yasher, like it does. Is.
0: Yeah, the book of Yasher was never meant to be like scripture. It is. It is. Right. It's just. A a a story like a it's a history well, it's, it a, it's an expansion
1: on history maybe
0: when but the book of Gasher that we of, have doesn't even like we don't have the, like, the book of Gasher is
1: quoted in Old mm-hmm. Testament yes sure. it
0: absolutely is it it certainly so, is but the one that we have is certainly not the one that they had because we have like copies that are much much later just like Enoch I mean we've got a few fragments. The Book of Yasher, like I think it's even later than the Book of Enoch.
1: <laughs> I, I have to, I have to call you on that right there, because the oldest record of Isaiah comes out of Qumran Cave Number Twelve, if I remember right, mm-hmm. and it is the oldest known copy of Isaiah, and it is verbatim what we have today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. So, so I I have a problem with with um people equating old with inaccurate. Right. It yeah, was no, so sure. so important yeah. to yeah. the ancients to stay true, not a right. jot, not a tittle. Right, right. I mean
0: that's really, why it's really important. Ex- extremely accurate from, you know, thousands of years now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the only differences are like punctuation and like some, maybe some lettering uh, issues, but that's like that's it,
1: right? <laughs> and so I it's understand crazy that. Sometimes. When when yeah. people when people say, "Oh, it's been copied so many times, it can't be accurate anymore," <laughs> right? Uh, do like, some research. Do you not understand
0: course, like how crazy is.
2: the Jews were with this kind mm. of stuff? Also, <laughs> also, this is uh this is my favorite area ever to talk about um when it comes to translations. Because I literally was just having an... Some guy was was, uh, throwing rocks at one of our comments. I don't remember what I had said, but he's... Oh, I remember. He was like, I just made a book, and this and that, and blah blah. I go, I don't think you know how translation works, bro. Like, you really have no idea. It's like a game of telephone. And I go, (laughs) of course it's been translated. And? So what? Do you know how translation works? (laughs) People work tirelessly. They work tirelessly. (laughs) To make sure yeah. that what they are portraying is the same concept. Yeah. We don't right. work at the because level of words. they look right? at it at the as level. the word of God. So yes, they and refuse to change it. Right. Well, and here's the thing too, right? Like, And people and people have that same – Christians have that same zealousness for the word of God. And that's a yes. good zealousness to have. It's not a bad thing. But the mm-hmm. problem is, is that they're ignorant of how they got the word that they have today. And that mm-hmm. word only came about because translators made conscious decisions to say, yeah. I can't translate this word. I have to translate this idea so that it's yeah. not lost in translation. Right. And so when I... people come up and say, oh, that it has been translated 30 million times again. Yeah, and there's freaking – Tons of evidence and tons of copies you can go back and read for yourself, which is a divine intervention into the history of mankind in general. Like, if you want to find the truth, it is there. It is absolutely there.
0: I always tell people that the only inspired text is the original Hebrew, and what we have is the best possible representation of that. (laughs) So, the, the, the English is not uh, the English is not inspired. I'm sorry, well, KJV only, so but it, it's not inspired. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I mean, well. But, but just we they didn't mean. even have a lot of the the texts that we have today. They had just you know the Masoretic text, and they didn't have you know the the Deuteronomy thirty two uh, eight where it says that the sons of God that God divided uh, the people of Babel according to the number not, of the right. sons of God, right? <laughs> right. Instead the of the cosmology. sons of Israel, right? Right. That's why I tell people KJB only people. It's like oh, go read Deuteronomy thirty two eight. It is just flat-out wrong because it says that God divided the people uh, uh, at Babel according to the number of the sons of Israel when Israel didn't oh, exist at Babel. And, and they're just say, well, God knew what the sons of Israel – so it's, it's not – no, it's just, it's just wrong. Right. <laughs> it well, doesn't even right. make any sense. And, that, and whole, also, that whole passage is extremely important. <laughs> right, it's, absolutely.
2: It's, it makes the rest of the Bible incompatible if you change that. Right? <laughs> Yeah. It well, I mean,
0: it it explains why every religion on planet Earth exists, every single one.
2: Sure, absolutely. Yeah, no, the Bible, the Bible is the only one that
1: does, does. that. Absolutely. But going back, one one more point to make about um, the translations: these weren't freshmen trying to <laughs> trying <laughs> to bang <laughs> right. out two thousand words in four hours. You know, to do this <laughs> These were people. It was their lives. Correct. Oh, it was Correct. their very mission. And when that you know about like the
2: machines,
1: <laughs> No, they were willing to die on yeah. the hill for their work.
2: Correct.
1: You don't see that. You you don't see that in the modern world. And so people don't recognize, you know, they think their their crappy work ethic that they take to whatever, you know, XYZ job that they hate yeah. is is the way translators mm-hmm. um or scribes uh lived their vocation and they didn't because yeah. we don't mm-hmm. understand vocation today mm-hmm. <laughs> and the um, amount
0: of mm-hmm. things that they actually did change at all would be things like in exodus where they would change uh they would they would update the locations to be their current locations when they were writing it, so people would understand what they were talking about, because those older right. cities didn't exist anymore. Right. So they nobody knows where Tyre is. Right.
1: right.
0: Right, and that's yeah. why they—that's—I mean—that's why people think that it that the Exodus was under uh, Ramses, because they, they were building <laughs> right. these—you know—building these cities oh, for for Ramses. You mean
2: he wasn't <laughs> always there?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it wasn't just yeah. ramses forever um i mean i'm gonna and, do
0: a whole episode on the on the exodus like the next my next topic is going to be the exodus and all of the cool. evidence that there is for the exodus and there's oh my bunch. goodness man there there is so freaking bunch. much i when i first set out to find out this information i was you know you're told that there's no evidence for the exodus there's none yeah just, oh there's just there's just no evidence and oh, then you start to actually silly. look into it I mean Jabal El Laws, literally the mountain means the mountain of laws. Yep, <laughs> and it's got a burnt top on top of it. And yep, it's just, yep. and then there's like a golden there's cap so that's just drawn into the. I mean, there's so yeah, much freaking crazy. evidence for it. I mean, it, down to the to the freaking birds that the quails that the that feed the Israelites are they still fall dead today from their journey over the red sea because they've flown for so long they get exhausted and they fall right at that spot where the israelites were Mm. today i mean it's insane and i can't wait to go into that stuff Like,
1: like if you look you don't have to look very long or very hard my my pastor is so he's so in love with the um, the arche- archaeological finds and yeah. and um you know he'll be like did you know and i'm like yeah did you know yeah. and yeah <laughs> did, <laughs> unless did you it know? came I'm out yesterday
0: like, like, i know so. <laughs> i'm like i'm like
1: i have followed this since i was a child well it's interesting cuz you know um you're talking about dr heiser and i love him rest his soul he his memory is a blessing. Yeah. It's a total he, blessing. He set me Body on fire Christ. for learning the for learning the Old Testament. I
0: mean, just just wrecked me, really.
1: <laughs> I remember being a kid. I started memorizing scripture when when I was six six and a half, seven years old. It just mm-hmm. it's a thing, you know. God put a lab yep. in in my heart, and it's an easy thing to do. And and I'm sure people find it annoying. Um, but it's a part of me. I can't. I can't. Yeah, I mean, not... did. I did
0: a, a, a thing called Awanas back in the day, and that was like ah, uh, the Awanas. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was. And, and I was honestly, a candle like, lighter dude, than, that, in um... that program. Is the reason why I have so much scripture memorized today? Mm. Like most of the scripture that I have memorized is, is what I memorized when I was a kid. That's the reason yeah. why I can go back and say and, and just remember. Cool. Oh, the Bible says this. And Yeah, no, yep. more in my adult life, but right. As a kid, I mean, I, the I stuff was that you can quote is from when you were me. a kid,
1: and the right, stuff right. that you that you can paraphrase now is what you learn as an adult <laughs> right, because you get right. the concept <laughs> right. as an adult. First Corinthians ten
0: thirteen was like my life verse, and it is. I learned that when I was like nine years old.
1: Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that's, now that's they don't how teach I was like anything. You know what? It's it's true, and it it kind of kills me. Actually, it way kills me. Um, but I I remember reading passages in in the Old Testament when I was young, when I was a teenager, and I'd be like, what if this this Baal deity? What if he's like really Zeus, you know? Or what if yeah. he's like yeah. Odin? and, oh, what and the remember, gods
0: are all have a connection to each other. <laughs> right. What if what if there what
1: if this is actually real and we're hearing um everybody's version of the same wreck, you know? And and um I remember like I had nobody to talk to about it. And as an adult, it this would would I'd ruminate on these things and there was nobody to talk to. There was nobody. No nobody who who had these these ideas, and I remember talking like with Ricky's sister Kelsey, fifteen, eighteen years ago, and being like, "Okay, I have this theory. take this ride with me." And yeah. I think that all the gods are actually probably just I don't know a few hundred uh, <coughs> gods at best, and they just appear and take on these these no. different names with the different oh. people. And well, I mean, when according I, to the
0: Bible, it's around seventy. I mean, roughly. That's, right. You know, there's about 70. right,
1: right. The ones that are allotted. No, you're absolutely yeah. right.
0: So, I mean, because that's how many people. That's how many. That's how many nations were, and it only it goes all the way up to Acts 2. That's right. All of the nation. All of the nations, and I'll just put up Deuteronomy thirty-two eight, because this is the text right, <laughs> that right. is important. I'm going to read it real quick. It's. It says, "When the Most High gave, uh, gave to the nations their inheritance, when He divided mankind." He he fixed their border, the borders of the people according to the number of the sons of God. (laughs) Okay, so if we understand what 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 the sons of God means, that it's not sons of Seth for some reason, um, that it is actually these angelic beings. This Mm -hmm. is talking about Babel. He says that at Babel, when he divided mankind, he Mm -hmm. fixed their borders, or he 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 appointed these people. To certain divine being, <laughs> to certain—I mean, people get mad when I say divine being. Divine being is not like, it also doesn't even imply good or bad. It just means after, that they are.
2: After you, <laughs> you finish this point, I think it's probably helpful for us to um, actually break down those those terms because people get really muddied yeah, up in the right. water. They're like, "What does yeah. that mean? What <laughs> oh, does this mean?"
0: Right, right, and that's why, like, you know I understand? Like, diagram. when I say it, when I say it, it's because <laughs> I—it's because. It's because uh, you're familiar. I, I, with I've studied, it. I'm familiar yeah, with it. And so I, I understand. It used to make we me get you too. When, Heiser, like when Heiser would say that, divine being, yep. I'd be like, oh. <laughs> but Damn. then I realized like, that, that actually doesn't imply, you can be bad, divine being. I mean, do you know that, sure. that in Job, it says that God doesn't trust some of his holy ones? Of course. Absolutely. <laughs> that's a really weird thing to well, say. I thought holy meant all, all good. <laughs> <laughs> well, he
2: also he also knows us, right? Like he knows right. what we're prone to, he knows what we're we're weak in, he knows what we're strong in. Um yeah. and I don't think that that's any different than uh than our big brothers, to be really frank. Yeah. Um it, I mean I think it's the same same line of thinking. Um Yeah. Sorry, man, go ahead and finish your point and then we'll we'll hop on to uh, well,
0: uh, well, and then then the next the, the very next uh, a couple of verses later is is also extremely important, okay? Because you have these 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 heavenly beings that God appointed to people at at Babel, right? Um, and for for, for some, I can't really get into. For, it's a very long explanation. But it's about seventy, right? There's about seventy of them. Uh, mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. seventy. There's and even in like Jewish tradition, it's seventy. Right. That so that, that, that were separated. Too. Yeah, seven, some 72 mm-hmm. 70, 72, correct? 70 is something like 70 and 72, depending on who you ask. <laughs> but roughly 70. So right. then, a couple of verses later, it goes on and it says this, right? It says that they made him jealous with strange gods. This is verse mm-hmm. 16. Uh, with abominations, they provoked him to anger. <laughs> they sacrificed to demons who were not God, comma. Okay, great. So, real quick, before I get to this next part that makes people upset, <laughs> um, this head. is this is this is heavenly beings have been put in charge of people at babel for for some reason god has right been or right his, after right after, <laughs> Bab- right, right after um, babel because they god put him over them, and I'm mm-hmm. assuming that his you know what what they were supposed to do was to eventually lead him back to him right, right. um
1: well and but, that's Psalm eighty two goes into detail right. mm-hmm. more right, about right, that. Right. And we'll get into that right because after this. Right? <laughs> right. Well, because it says
0: they sacrificed to the demons who were not god, okay, to gods whom they have not known, new gods who came lately, whom your father did not know. Now these this verse very clearly says that they sacrificed to gods, and those gods were demonic. Okay. Right, right. It doesn't mean doesn't mean that they're all spirits of Nephilim. That's not what this means. That's not what we're talking about. It, uh, not uh, something. Angels didn't become demons when they fell. Like, that's a whole right, other right, right, story. They're <laughs> still, They, <laughs> still they their, are still. They still have. their are fallen angels. But this is just kind of a. This is basically uh, Moses saying that these guys. Uh, all of them were bad and that they were worshiped as gods instead of pointing to Yahweh these people or these these beings supposed to be worshiped as gods so then when we go to Psalm 82 which I talked about on my page recently and people got some people got really upset this is God Sitting in the divine council amongst the gods, he holds judgment. Right? This is what the very first mm-hmm. thing that it says.
1: And this that is, is not men. Yeah, that this is, is not, not
0: kings. And, and it, has, yeah, it has nothing to do with <laughs> human beings. You go to verse 7, it says, like men, you shall die. If mm-hmm. so I'm going to say that you're, like you, yeah, yeah. Yep. you are God's, like men, you will die. You are God's. But like men, you will you die. Will die. That makes no sense if I'm saying that to a human being. Well,
1: you're just you're gonna die like a man. You're
2: just. Well, uh, die. You're, here's here's it. actually that's that's a good point. You don't make that comparison unless you have something lower to compare it to.
1: <laughs> right. Because right. you don't
2: say you you man you king will die like a man. No, no you say you'll die like a dog. That's the right. Phrase. Right. That's the phrase. Right, right. 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 You go to the next being. Right. You're going to die like a man, yeah. which is an insult right. to them.
1: <laughs> which is you a know huge what? insult to them. <laughs> yep. Guys, hold on just a second before you go farther, because this is one of those things that's very interesting. Um, Plato in uh, Critias talks about the allotment of the earth to the gods. Did you know that? Have you ever read that?
0: <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> but it's it very cool. Because when it, you look outside of the Bible, you find the Bible
1: story everywhere. everywhere. Absolutely. These, Absolutely.
0: Because you have all of these pagan gods that are – that's why people are like, oh, well, they just copied from each other. No. These very real beings are trying to usurp power from Yahweh. Sure. And that's like like with the story of uh, – the original story of Baal. Right. Baal beats Yahweh. He beats L. He beats he.
1: He right. becomes
0: the god because, and that's only the only way that Satan can actually ever become a true god is in his own mind and telling these other people that it
1: happened. Right. <laughs> but I mean, at the it's end of like Psalm eighty-two, like there was a cosmic conspiracy or something, <laughs> right? Something right. like
2: that.
1: And so,
0: at the end of Psalm eighty-two, it says, "Arise, God, judge the earth, for you possess all nations." Now. Or one, uh, I think there's another one. I, I, the ESV, I think, is a better. Let me let me pull that one up. Uh, I ESV. A- ESV. Yeah, yeah, I switched back between that one and the NASB. Uh, it says, "Arise, yeah, O God, <laughs> judge the earth, for you shall inherit all the nations." I like that one better because at this point in Psalm 82, God had not inherited all of the nations right. from these gods, <laughs> because that is the entire purpose for Jesus. All right. right. So we can get I was going to say, and that that's just, one yeah. of the
1: things when, when he's at Caesarea Philippi <laughs> and yep. he says, on this rock, on this rock, right. I will so build let's, let's my just, kingdom. We
0: can, we can come back to the Old Testament. And we can talk about the Anakim and all those kind of things and the Joshua's conquest. I mean, let's actually, since we're already on this topic, let's jump into the New Testament. Uh, and and talk about this because a lot of people don't realize the nephilim are very important for the New Testament. Uh, Absolutely. When, uh, I forget what passage it's in, but when they go up, uh, and Jesus uh, says, "You are Peter, and on this rock right. <laughs> I will build my church." That's, he is not. That's in that is, Yeah, he's not saying that saying. Peter is a rock. Sorry, Catholics. He is not. Sorry. <laughs> this is the not. The church was doing. not
1: built upon Petra. No. Right.
0: I mean, this is this is the idea. The, that's where the transfiguration happened,
1: uh, where he sees well, Moses and Elijah. It's, and, it's uh, Mount Um <laughs> Mount Hermon. Mount Hermon. Yeah. right?
2: Mm-hmm. That's
1: that's where it is. It's there yep. in Caesarea Philippi, and and uh, what so, Jesus is doing there well, is throwing <laughs> down the gauntlet.
2: Correct.
1: Yeah. Well, most it's people, the same we thing even he's doing. not
0: about Mount Hermon yet, so it kind of <laughs> explain. Kind of explain, because a lot of people are like, well, I've never even heard of this Mount Hermes Oh, gosh, no Mount kidding. <laughs> so, kind of explain, because Mount Hermon isn't really found in the Bible, right? It's not, like... No, the, not a whole mountain, lot. Not in this And city, it's got right? so many names. <laughs> yeah, that's right, the issue, right? right? And that's the big um, problem. That's, but go ahead and kind of explain, like, why is this mountain
1: important? Where does it come from? Right. So, this is where in First Enoch, and unless you want to do the honors, Rick... Uh, no? Sure.
2: It's uh, well. We can. It can be a joint effort. Shelley mentioned okay. the, the the book and First Enoch. This is where the the treacherous, what we like to call the banished watchers, descended onto Mount Hermon. <laughs> Two hundred of them, according to where, the yeah,
1: yeah, Shemyaza and his dudes. Yep. And that was where their mm-hmm. incursion
2: occurred in at the very first. This is the very first incursion where all yeah. this started to go down. All this. Yeah hybrid mixing all this craziness and And we're got questions they they complain
0: that satan was not included in that so it can't be true (laughs) well Uh, satan was was not included
1: in that hold on though
2: hold on though (laughs) because there's multiple
1: incursions
2: yes but but here's here's the dealio here's the dealio i stumbled i was literally just preparing some stuff for for this episode and i stumbled totally by accident just listening to, listening to LA have an interview with some guy and he made a super random offhand comment and I went wait what stop the press what the <laughs> crap was that those <laughs> so apparently there <clears throat> there is a steely up um I think it is on Mount Hermon I'm not, I'm not gonna remember it off the top of my head so don't don't quote me on this but there's a steely in that area um and i think it is up on Her- mount Hermon, where it actually makes reference to semyaza descending what? it's actually written out like on a tablet style thing you need in to send Greek. that to me because i will because i i, I, need I to it see up that? I'm, not that um, I don't
0: believe you, but no, when somebody tells me wild stuff like that, I'm like, <laughs> i got like, to touch <laughs> that myself. I, I, <laughs> I
2: actually, as a matter of fact, I downloaded the PDF where the guy goes into academic rigor, oh, breaks fantastic. down the translation that was previously no done way. by the British Museum.
0: Reinterpret <laughs> so it. this is like something that everybody knew from that area like this something happened yep. here well, okay yep. so but, well yeah so, do you know, you know it's the on the top of down. mount
1: hermon today
0: uh, it's a a, it's, a, 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 a worship oh, they worship they worship and
1: don't they? it's the unite no that's down at the bottom you know it's, it's on the top of the mountain uh-oh. A United Nations outpost, uh, yep. and you well, are not allowed to go well, there up was, there. There, was just, there. That's was because was the, they're a... united
0: with the nations of, of the fallen sons <laughs> of God. Something, <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: they, they, um, I literally just saw the rulers, the these connected present rulers, with CERN
0: and all of that stuff. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. With uh, Lipkin, that Lipkin, that I think is the one that he does a lot of those tours there in Israel. He literally Uh just posted a photo the other day of that outpost. And when you were saying that, I was thinking, I feel like it has something to do with an outpost, like a military outpost. And sure enough, it was way up high. It was snowing like crazy (laughs) on the top of that mountain. And I was like, whoa. Well, for those who don't don't
0: know, when (laughs) Jesus talks about this place that he's talking about, he says that the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. Now, a lot of people have misunderstood that. Uh, first of all, there's an actual place that they would call the Gates of Hell yes. that yeah. was actually Tart- at this place. Well, they would – that's actually at this and place, that that was, in, it, it was supposed to be yeah, where the got a pen where we get the whole idea of a horned goat, Satan. Uh, that th- 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 This is where they would actually go to worship him, and they called yeah. it the Gates of <laughs> Hell. <laughs> now, when Jesus says the Gates of Hell shall not prevail – he is not saying that the gates of hell are going to be attacking. It is the church that is the aggressor in that equation mm-hmm. because gates are a defensive yep. <laughs> posturing. <laughs> in my whole life, I was just like, oh, yeah, Satan's never going to be able to fight against church." <laughs> no, it is. He was declaring war on that moment on Mount Hermon where traditionally all of the people that were with him believed that the sons of God came down and made an agreement that they would all do what happened in Genesis six and and at what is described on Mount Herban, on Mount Hermon is what Jude, I believe it's six uh, Jude six says they disrobed right. themselves.
2: Yeah, this is, yeah.
0: This is that event. This is where they when they make that agreement, this is where they are deciding we are done with heaven. We are disproving (laughs) ourselves. And so this is where that happens. And so when Jesus goes and he stands on – I mean, I'm getting chills right now talking about it. I know. It
1: makes me so excited. When
0: I read this part and reversing Hermon, uh, uh, man, I got chills and hair on the back, my neck stood up. (laughs) Because this is the first time that these gods, Mm -hmm. that all of these gods – and they yeah. were actually put on notice that your yep, time yep. is up,
2: yep. because before
0: it's, that they were allowed to reign free.
2: Yeah, yeah. And Ali, the craziest, the craziest. Ali
1: part about that. Oh, yeah, love that does a Gosh, I love um a teaching on this, on mm-hmm. um the gates of hell and. Yep. It ministers so hardly yeah. so hard to your spirit. Like, I wept yeah. at the end of it. I just like, you know, what you know, there's a good teaching. What somebody is saying is from God when your reaction is to worship God, yeah. From hearing that, and, <laughs> That's like and it's like listening to the naked Bible
0: podcast and like, freaking right? Out and just like, oh my, yeah, I found something That's, new, it, I gotta look into
1: it. <laughs> it's one of the best, I really recommend. Ali Sayadat, and for for that. that.
0: Yeah, you'll Um, you'll have to send that uh, to to dig it up. It's
1: it's Jesus moments, let me tell you. Woof, you you don't need no special music at that point. The Holy Ghost is there with you. It's fantastic.
0: And and when he he declares war here, he's also declaring war on the demons. Right, because according to the book of Enoch, as we said earlier, demons do not come from the fallen angels, right? Well, they they aren't the fallen angels. They are not the same thing. They're not the same thing, right? They are are related, but we don't actually find that in the Bible. Now, there is kind of a reference kind of to it, to where it says that the souls of the Rephaim – it, it kind of refers to them uh, uh, as, um, but it doesn't actually say that those are the demons, but it's just kind of a passing reference to that um, because when you read the Bible, you're supposed to already understand this. Sure. Right. Because right. everybody already knew this. Right. 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 They already Your knew first this, century
1: Jews totally understood this.
0: That the idea was that the demons are just the disembodied spirits of the Nephilim. Is yeah. Right. And, and All that they want
2: to, I want to make a quick point here that you 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 were alluding to it, but I don't think people are going to connect the dots. And I have supernatural fresh on the brain, so uh, Mike Heiser book that. Yeah. So I it automatically like you were talking about. I was like, yeah, dude, that's the coolest part is that when God allotted, right, when He provided for this regional cosmology, for this for this um, uh, splitting up of the nations, the dividing of the nations, and the allotment. Uh, The coolest part is when Christ comes, lays down the gauntlet, as Mike Heiser so well puts it, Um, not only is he putting them on notice, what he is also doing is giving authority through his death and resurrection for those nations to be taken back individually <laughs> yeah. through Christians yeah. that accept him and decide to serve him. So yeah. he is infilt- – it's like a whole infiltration, man. It's, yeah. it's such a- well, let me, let it
1: was such a big deal, and it's so downplayed. Yeah, no,
2: yeah. yeah it really well, is. Well, let, let me ask you this. you understood.
0: Because I, I wish I could have asked Dr. Heiser this question because I always <laughs> kind of wanted both. to know. <laughs> uh, well, I wanted to ask him. Uh, so, the you know, out of the 70 uh, sons of God that were put over Babel, did 100% of them do this?
1: Yeah, I wondered some? the same
0: thing. Because here's the thing. <laughs> I've always wondered how that Ethiopian eunuch came to follow Judaism.
1: Right. And how, and how, how there's always been there's a, other a large that, like, remnant automatically right
0: know about Yah- and and so i don't think that i mean logically it doesn't make sense that 100% of them would right no and so that means that some of them pointed to yahweh through a different religion
1: what right? what you but mean- it was
0: still yahweh and they're still, he's still following what Yahweh wanted, but it's, I, and I'm, so I'm, I'm
1: trying to That's interesting. That right. That's saying. interesting. Well, well
2: I, I don't, I don't know if, I, I, so here's, here's the deal. You and I like to, all three of us like to put categories around what religion actually means, right? Um, but that's, that's a very amorphous concept and yeah. you're talking about an it ancient a
0: and, lot and I'm going to give,
2: I'm going to give an example. A perfect example is Joseph, uh Pastor Joseph Riverwind. He talks at great length about how the Native yeah. Americans had cultural context for who Christ was, and I was just yeah, listening absolutely. to it today. I'm so glad I did listen to it. As a matter of fact, he was talking about one of the oh, what, was it, what was it, the Algonkin um, teachings. I, I may be wrong about that, but he mentions another tribesman that he that he meets, and they're having this conversation. He's telling them. that this this tribesman that he's the head of the tribe and his tribe is is dying they're they're literally starving Mm -hmm. so he goes fasts and seeks god and he says the first time god give me a song that i can sing to my people that will give them peace there's no answer he goes back the following day he asks for a dance i think it is He, he gets no answer he goes back two three until finally, on the fourth day, as he is fasting and seeking God, truly becoming, you know, dying to the flesh so he can grow mm. closer to the Lord, yeah. and the Lord says, "Here, here is your answer. He says, and he, he literally shows him an image of a man dying on a tree, mm-hmm. and he tells him that this man's name is the bright and morning star, <laughs> and that he died yeah. for them. And in that yeah. cultural context, the highest virtue— I think- I mean, is to we, give your life severely, for another. And we so, severely
0: underestimate God's ability so, to save whom anybody who asks. Yeah,
2: right. Yeah, and, Absolutely. And, and this, is, <laughs> this is the end of my point. This is the end of my point. So, so my point is, is that you and I want to put religion into this small little box, but we have seen, if you know anything about cryptids, if you know anything about Nephilim, if you know anything about the Sons of God, if you know anything about Elohim, if you know anything about anything, then you will understand very, very quickly Boxes don't work for yeah. the universe. They are a human convention <laughs> like the like for the term "God," being able to, right? to to communicate larger ideas, yeah. right, Good. in small yeah. portions. But they're not they're, they're not ample enough for what mm-hmm. needs to be communicated, which is why we're doing this podcast. Well, you can't
1: like the, the, the creator in a box. He is absolutely. the creator. You don't have boxes without him. Well, <laughs> I think one of the most interesting in stories.
0: <laughs> I think one of the most interesting stories about, about the, the Native Americans is like when the Pilgrims first got here, the first Native American that they came in contact with spoke English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an, I, first time I heard that, I was like, there's no way that's true. No, that's absolutely true.
2: Yeah, it is true. <laughs> because they've been convoy dealing. Like yeah, that, had been, I didn't how
0: it it have been people doing. So the very first person, he was like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> but that's, that's beside many, the point. How many so, fingers do you have? <laughs> <laughs> You hold how many, up your hand. Just how, many got, how many I got? <laughs> oh my gosh. Right, right. Well, because most of the that, that the Bible says that these <laughs> beings I don't, it, it doesn't need to say that every single one of them did, but you know, the more than likely that was maybe a defining feature of of the, the big ones. Right. They probably six in the genetics and yeah. six toes, and it yeah. wasn't like a a a a malformation. Sure. <laughs> It was it was it was beneficial
2: to them. I, like I'm a, a sure in order
0: to carry uh, his his weaver beam uh, sized <laughs> sword, right. and six fingers really helps Goliath, right? <laughs> uh, and so, as far as like the demons and stuff go, this was one of the the coolest parts about understanding this because once Jesus declares war, that's when he starts going and pulling demons out of people,
2: mm-hmm. right?
0: And that's when, Which. that's when, like, that's why, because uh, they that's know that they, he's declared
1: war. Because I guarantee they start you, asking, what they are were like, doing, it's not our time, right? Yeah. Well,
0: and, well, and I guarantee you, they had all already heard, hey, uh, he's declared war on us. You guys need to watch out uh, because he's out there pulling us out. Because before this, you know, they had they had Jewish exorcists that would kind of, you know, they would do all these t- pull, try to pull out in the name of Solomon and not. Right, read the ninety-first <laughs>
1: psalm over over them. Yeah,
0: uh, but nobody responded to demons uh, like they responded to Jesus, right? No, nobody. Like he literally just walks up and says, "Get out," and they're out.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, and that
1: um, was probably Heck terrifying. He just walked for up and they said, a, "What do you have to do with this, son of Son of God?" <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, he didn't like, even I, have to start things. Well, it just and, his presence was enough. And, and then he gave
0: his followers the power to do. Yeah. One of the scariest verses in the whole Bible, I told my son, uh, he 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 loves this verse, is is when there's a demon-possessed man, and he says, I know – and somebody's trying to pull demons out of him. And they say, mm-hmm. I know him.
1: Peter, I know. But, Jesus but I who, know. Are who are you? Are you? No I'm kidding, like, right?
0: Oh, my God. gives me chills.
1: I've because thought about that. with every exorcism movie ever put out there. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah. what would really happen is, Jesus, I know, happened, Peter, what, I know, but who you are you're you? You're making
2: a really important point that I don't want to neglect going over because uh, it, it would be it would be a, uh, a travesty to not mention this reality that Shelly and I have talked about. This is something that I kind of uh, ran uh uh, ramp shot over for a while and didn't really realize it was something that i was really wrong uh theologically on not that i would practice it on the regular or anything you know because i've always had a certain temerity for the lord and and, and his ways and, and the way that, that i've been brought up you know but having said that <clears throat> it's important to mention that what lends and kind of By itself, Steelman's the argument that Nephilim—sorry, that demons are the departed spirits of Nephilim—is the fact that we have power over them, given to us, Mm -hmm. and because we do, they are—it's like they're on the same plane as us, Christ. Because here's the thing: other angels
0: had problems. There, in the Book of Daniel, it said it took him like three weeks to fight a fallen angel, but. But we can just go get out because
2: it's just a demon, right? yeah, exactly. Right. Which, is, <laughs> which is my point precisely, <laughs> which is is to say we don't have that authority over angels. We can yeah. petition God to to ask him to do something, to send his angels to to intervene to to have the sons of God do such and such. We can right we can they never continue. lost
1: right. any of their authority. They still end- have the same <laughs> authority that they that they yeah. were created with Temporarily and that's I, yeah. that weird yeah. that weird scripture and so that like yeah. talks about um when michael and hasatan were fighting over were the body of over the moses. body of moses right <laughs> and
2: weird
1: and,
0: weird like and and we think about these things and it's like shouldn't so he straight. just automatically win like shouldn't it just be like a right. snap of the fingers
1: like God, well, in the word, for these battles to happen, yeah. The word sure says does. that he did not presume <laughs> to, um, to rebuke Hussatan, yeah. who's Halil bin Shakur. but anyway, um, it, Lucifer is, is a really, really bad. Uh, it, it's, it's not you know a name you want to call him, <laughs> right. it's not a well, here,
0: I like to, I, it's honestly, not a name, we can he talk is about the that illuminator. <laughs> because I love this because it's just like in the Exodus, it's almost like Harry Potter, he who must not be named. But they're not because they're scared of Right, them. right. But it's, it's it's because you don't deserve a name. It's like right he, because na- the name of God that is so important. His name it right. actually has power in the name, and so at some point, this being that we call Satan erroneously, uh, he was not. Satan at all no, <laughs> that because, the because,
1: morning bringer
0: right well I mean and Lucifer that's just uh, the planet Venus right, <laughs> that's, right. Uh, they, they are saying he is like that because that's the rebel star that stays <laughs> up when the sun's still up it's the last star that you see so that's you know that's mm-hmm. that's, that's that's like First that one being. out last
2: one <laughs> last yeah one and
0: so that's that's that being he's that he's that jerk that sticks around and stays out for right. but Satan is just a word for accuser, right? Right. right. It's just a, mm-hmm. because if you go to Numbers 22, 22, Yahweh, the, the or the, the angel of Yahweh is said to be a Satan or a Satan to right. Balaam. Right. <laughs> Hold on. Right. You think that because you you'll find people that say, Well, the Bible says Yahweh is Satan. No, the Bible says it's, that yeah, Yahweh is an accuser. Right, because the uh, accuser, or an or an admist, the adversary, yeah.
1: right,
0: <laughs> right, and so that, like, we call him Satan colloquially. But well, that's just like
1: not... we call Christ, like it's Jesus' surname.
2: Well, that's that's the whole thing about the box, <laughs> right. right? You need some, you need some category right. to put it in, right? So you you place the word Satan. It makes it, on the it easier to
0: say. <laughs> but right. I love. I mean, that's why I think in Isaiah it says that whenever we realize. Uh, what he is, will say, "Oh, this is the one that deceives mankind." Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's a diss to him, and and he does not get a name. That's why right. in the Old Testament he doesn't have a name, and in the New right. Testament they just attach title to him. <laughs> they attach this title of Satan to him because because he's just he's the adversary, the accuser. Right, and or that's the that's, devil. Right, he doesn't The get one a of name. serpent devil. get doing.
1: Right. Well, and that's that's what the um uh, uh Genesis three fifteen. Um I can't think of the the name of what it is called. Gosh darn it, why can't I Proto Yeah, the Proto evangelion Um when when God says you're gonna crawl on your belly, you're gonna eat <laughs> dust, you're not gonna <laughs> yeah, be- on- Yep. Name and I will put
0: an between you and the woman, and he will crush your head. And, and her that, seed. And, yep. And your seed, which is very weird, because that implies will pierce which we'll his heel. Right. We'll get into some eschatology stuff in a little bit, but it says that Satan will have a seed.
1: Or seed. Which, it doesn't even say a, seed. a a seed. It just uh, says, there's
0: right. He. It, it's. I mean. It means that he's gonna have a kid.
2: You know, yeah, I'd be curious, pretty sure I'd he's gonna try and right. I'd be curious to look at, at the at the Hebrew how the Hebrew uses the word seed, if seed is a countable or non countable. Because if it's an uncountable, by definition it's plural. It, it's it doesn't Very it doesn't interesting a it's,
1: it's given as it's it's a masculine word. It mm-hmm. literally denotes spermatoa. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's why it's so interesting that he didn't say Adam's seed, which right. yeah, sure, he's a guy, he's got plenty of it. Yeah. Right. But the seed of the woman, the sperm of the woman, mm-hmm. she doesn't have sperm,
2: right?
1: Um, it, it right, was, she doesn't have a seed. Right, it it was a, a prophetic clue as to right. the fact that it would be right. an immaculate. Conception. I mean, the the ESV yeah.
0: just straight up translates it as 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 the serpent's offspring. Right, it, it literally says that mm. it says offspring in in this place, uh, and so uh, see, yeah, and so that's that's a weird thing to say.
2: <laughs> offspring uh, isn't, but you know what's <laughs> interesting about that. Is that 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 translation choice? now me with this linguistic crap. That that uh, <laughs> that translation choice is also a non-countable. You can have a single offspring, and you can have many offspring. It's not a countable. Like money, right, right? Right, right, right. I mean, yeah. This, I mean, the word here. I'm
0: I'm pulling it up right now. Is, is zera, and it, I mean, it literally means it's like semen. <laughs> be mm-hmm. honest. Mm. <laughs> So it's it's literally referring I mean, to. Well, there you go. There's your Demon to... is
2: non-countable. Weird <laughs> so, um, phrase. I thought I, mean, I would never have to say. Here's the thing.
0: That well, means that there you he go. probably <laughs> has already had some of these, uh, some of these seeds throughout time. Right? These these have now, existed. And which, ultimately, which I think there sense. will be one that is like the successful one. <laughs> um, so he's going to think is successful. Uh, but well, I want to get into eschatology yet. I still kind of want to, to kind of cook on on some more of the New Testament stuff because <laughs> as as we move along in the Old Te- or in the New Testament, Jesus is slowly dismantling the power of these gods, and he yep. is undoing what these beings at Genesis six did.
2: Reversing her. he is
0: reversing her mom right so the like a lot of people think you know jesus came to save our sins absolutely that is that is the primary thing but he also came to reverse this problem
2: because Because that's part of our
0: salvation right, right right well because and when jesus dies he didn't go to hell Okay, I know the creed says that he went to the, whatever. He he didn't, he did not go to hell because nobody is in hell right now, period. Right, it's like the first inhabitants is Satan and and the Antichrist, right?
1: No,
2: but he did go down
1: to the grave to Sheol, right? Or even and, to Tartarus, even to Tartarus. Same he, thing. Yeah, yeah it's
0: yeah. like a lower part of of Sheol. It's like the lowest part. Right. And so he went basically to say to the Genesis 6 beings that were thrown in there for that. Peter tells us this. This is not just Book of Enoch. Right. So this is where Peter tells us that these beings went. Well, as okay. well, the right, change right. of gloomy darkness. The change of gloomy darkness. <laughs> and so Jesus went there to proclaim you tried to stop me from being able to come but you failed and you also tried to kill me thinking that that would be the end of this. And in turn, you did exactly what I wanted you to do. So it's almost you like know, he's, he's gloating.
1: Absolutely. There's a thing that the Holy Spirit's been really revealing to me over the last few months. Um, you know for the joy set before him christ endured the cross despising not its shame um and so we think well he kind of reluctantly went because you know he prayed um if this cup could pass from me nevertheless father your will not mine be done Mm -hmm. and so um we're we're taught that like jesus didn't want to go to the cross he he was reluctant to go well, that always when, made me
0: kind of like I don't think it was really necessarily didn't want to go. He knew he had
1: to, right? He knew it was gonna be hard. He he knew mm-hmm. it was it was it was gonna well, be the I one time mind. the well the you know what, despite the death, I, I don't think the death is the thing. I think he had separation from himself. He had separation <laughs> oh, yeah. from God. Yeah. He had never been alone, ever in, yeah. in well, ever, in ever in he lot. had never
0: been alone. Well and a lot of people don't realize when he was alone on that cross and God had forsaken him, there's a part that is is not revealed in the in the New Testament, but is in the book of Psalms that says that the bulls of Bashan, Bashan
1: mm-hmm. surround, me. surround me. Right. Right. What on
0: earth is that?
1: Okay, right. Yeah. So I forget what song. Uh, well, hold on, because I'll even get to the bulls of the Bashan a little bit in here. When Jesus went to Caesarea Philippi to Mount Hermon and stood at the gates of Tartarus, and said, "On on this rock, on this chunk of land, on this place I'm, where I stand, I am throwing down the gauntlet, and I'm taking back what." what the first guy gave to you. I am taking back. I'm that dominion. my church starting here. He knew <laughs> that that was the catalyst for them to kill him. In case they mm-hmm. weren't wanting him yeah, to right. die quick right. enough to suit him, he prodded and he prodded so he, was he, he was provoking. He was yes, provoking he was. that they would yeah. kill him. Well, it was probably that he why went staging... semi-willingly well, when he Satan was tempting, him, the whole thing. he was he was baiting.
0: He was trying to figure out. He was questioning him because he wanted to know what do I need to do next. Right, yeah, that's that, why wh- he's saying, "Throw yourself off of here," because right. I need to know if if I kill you, like, is that the end of it? Like, or is right? Or just gonna do, do, to am I victorious? I like to, I thought I'd be. So he was fishing for answers because he knew that Jesus had declared war on him and all his brothers (coughs) and uh, and that was the end of it that was their their nail was already getting prepared to be hammered into the coffin because Jesus was there. Now, they didn't know why, because the Old Testament was – it was hidden within the Old Testament. Right, like right, I think right. you know, the book of Revelation is definitely hidden. Like, none of us are writing right, the book of Revelation. Right, none. right. <laughs>
1: right. <We can> speculate until <laughs> the cows is, come
0: home. Like, when we finally figure it out, we're going to be like, oh, my it's gonna God. It's going to be like, oh, like, oh it it's missed right. yeah. But, I mean, Certainly. it is co- completely hidden within there. Because, uh, I mean, Satan and all, the, they know the Bible, right? They know it better yeah. than most Christians know the Bible. And so the, all they would have to do is just, well, we just won't do those things.
1: <laughs> and then Can God you imagine will... when they figured out what Psalm 53, uh, I'm sorry, what Isaiah 53 <laughs> was
2: called? Yeah, yeah.
1: Right. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. What a beautiful thing to think about that yeah. that Jesus didn't go with the flow of this he generated the flow, yeah, and he couldn't yep. wait yep. for it to culminate with the cross, really mm. because at the foundations before the foundations of the earth, yeah, Christ died for us, yep. totally not worth Amen. it yep. at all, but it was his end Amen. game literally from the very, very beginning, he saw us, mm-hmm. and he said. Wait till you see this ride. Wait till you yep. see this ride. You won't believe it. And we, we again, we downplay so much of it. But when we realize how, how stupidly he loves us, it is so stinking okay. much. We don't deserve an iota of it, but he does it because he loves us, mm-hmm. not because yeah. we're lovable, but because he is loved. That's phenomenal. <laughs>
0: And he came yep. in as, as a, as I mean, in the most metal freaking way possible, de- declaring war on these beings and being, and then immediately afterwards going just ripping them out of people. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and Love then it. that's why they're begging, please don't send us, because they didn't know. They were like, they're frantic at this point, because until that point, they just kind of did what they wanted. Right. They could, they could if anybody invited them into them, they were allowed to go into them and just stay there for and wreak havoc. and, and yeah. wreak havoc and continue. But they, but then, then they they see this guy come who is very clearly God, and say, uh, "Nope, you're out." And then they uh, they and the, I mean, just imagine their shock. <laughs> <laughs> the the first demon that happens to, because then, the word spreads. So that's how all these other demons know, hey, this is, this is, it's not our appointed time yet. Why are you, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can you just throw us in those pigs over there? Because we're not supposed to be doing this yet.
1: And so. See, and then, it wasn't even just the demons. It was the gods as well. Like when he yeah. walked on water, yeah. when he calmed yeah. the storm, that was yeah. Baal's mm-hmm. territory, man. He was taking yeah. back the power. And, and the disciples recognized that they knew who was who, the God who of the can water. Turn the freaking storm. Right. Wait a minute. What? This isn't your territory, Jesus. This, this and, is he the, and, and he just woken up and was grumbling. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh,
0: okay. Peace be still. I'm going back to bed. Come
1: on. Right. Okay. So quit, quit, so quit then, messing around. I'm tired. Right.
0: So a lot of people don't realize, like, Psalm 22 is where the bulls of of Bashan, Bashan. come in, and and, uh, yeah, and that's where uh, that's we get a lot I'm of, too. well, we get a lot of uh, stuff about the crucifixion there. Like, it says, <laughs> and so, uh, I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is melted within my breast. My strength is dried up like a pot shirt, and my tongue sticks to my jaws, and you lay me in the dust of my death. And then, uh, and that's talking about the Messiah on the cross, right? right. So then, and that's verse 14 and, and 15. But before that, and a lot of this is, is quoted in the New Testament, but this is not. But this is still the same event. It says, <clears throat> uh, for starting in verse 11, 22, 11, be not far from me, for trouble is near, There is uh, and there is none to help. Many bulls encompass me, strong bulls of Bashan. Surround me, they open their mouths wide at me like a ravening and roaring lion. Okay, Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is direct uh, phraseology referencing like Satan and these other beings,
1: these other
0: gods. But these bulls of Bashan, this is not just demons, these are the, these are all of these beings,
2: are the hard hitters.
0: They are. The crucifixion, yeah, he yeah, they're well, surrounding him, mocking so, him, and they're savoring and ready him. to okay. devour him. Yeah. And he's the only one that can see it because all these other people are sitting there mocking him, and he and is saying, "God forgive them," but he's looking at all of these things, and God has God has abandoned him, like God has forsaken him at this point because our sin has come upon him. That, in that moment, and he still is just, just, uh, just staring. Well, I mean, just the bad of <laughs> I mean, right. w- w- that's why I say. Like, if you don't understand all of this stuff, when you read the Bible, you, you miss, miss out so on some of the coolest, most amazing things. That, that point to the fact that this book, these books, has a divine origin. Because Absolutely. the amount of, I mean, just everything all together it was one cohesive story that is impossible for anyone, for any any 40-plus authors who have collaborated right. to create.
2: Right, over,
0: over, over centuries. Years. Right. For <laughs> the span of thousands of
1: years. So the Sean too, is where Og... Ruled, and we know that Og yeah. was indeed. I don't know. <laughs> he was a um, nephilim, <laughs> or he, a he was. was. I'm, I'm not. The nephilim, right? Yeah, I would. I, that's where I would go is with a descendant, um, because I think he was only you know 13 feet or so <laughs> well, tall his, his, his is then, what they average. Well,
0: Let's let's read, let's read, uh, let's read where Aug is. A lot of people haven't really okay, because uh, we say this stuff, most people haven't really ever heard of this kind of stuff. Uh, <clears throat> but it talks about his bed, right? The only thing right. we get in there is is his bed. <laughs> and it is in Deuteronomy three, eleven. Mm-hmm. And it says, for only ah uh, well let's start in ten. All the cities of the table land and all Gilead and all Bashan, as far as Salakah, and, and I'm ruining these, uh, these cities. Right. No, uh, no. Uh, cities of kingdom of Og and Bashan. <laughs> this is the important part, though. For only Og, the king of Bashan, was left of the remnant of the Rephaim. So he is a Rephaim, right. yeah. which is a remnant of the Nephilim. So this is like far removed still <coughs> by generations, but it says, Behold, his bed was a bed of iron is it not in Rabah of the Ammonites? so this bed still exists they're saying look you we can go visit this there's right. nine cubits right a cubit is 18 inches roughly so right you know, that's
1: that's about 10 unless it's a royal cubit which is then 21 oh, inches So right. well, yeah. oh, it's and, at,
0: at least 18 well, inches and, of- and four cubits at its breadth so you know so say say you know uh, even if it's a That's still pretty large, but um, even if it's a foot, it's nine feet, but you add half of that. So it's like 13 and a half feet. So here's the thing. So he's either, you know, just short, shy of that, or I've also heard and what a king would do is he would actually lay, he would lay he would make a bed short enough for his feet to hang over the edge and put hot coals on the ground so that would warm his feet in the middle of the night and so he could even be even longer than that. So they're not just pointing this bed out just because they think the bed is neat, right? They're trying to say this is how big this man was. Okay? Right. and he is he is a remnant of the Raphaim and the Raphaim that is the that, that is. Uh, Another word for these Nephilim tribes, right?
1: And well, Repha. So it's descendants yeah. of Repha. Repha was a Nephilim. Repha yeah. was his name, and so these are the descendants. Like, and of enough, like the was a and
0: Ammon was a Nephilim, Am- right. was a Nephilim but they're so the right.
2: Ammonites and all the Zemmi. Correct. All of, the, all of these different right. terms are, are, are <laughs> reference points for. What level of of uh, genetics are are mixed? Right. Up with so what. before so we end up getting to
0: uh, before we get into eschatology, let's kind of jump back to the Old Testament to kind of put a bow on on the Old Testament and the New Testament. Then we can get into eschatology, and then I'd like to get into some more modern kind of stuff about this topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's if you want real, to do in one episode fun. what
1: we took an entire year to break I, down. I, I tell people I want
0: to go as yeah. in-depth because, like, even we get it. me, we get I'm it. trying I'm trying to work this all out because this is how
1: because I figure a these Because there's a reason so it I talk matters. These right. Well, that's right. how right. we learn this stuff,
2: too. That's how we figure this stuff out, too. It's it's like, for, this, for us, this is also a learning process. It's right. not like we know all the things right. And so,
0: are. so okay, so this brings up the question, okay, in Genesis 6, we talked about, it says, uh, the, there was Nephilim on the earth in those days and also after that. So how did they come after that? So here's my hey, thoughts quick. on this. I, go, ahead. Oh, go
2: ahead. go ahead. No, no, up Knock it out. Go ahead.
0: So uh, here are my thoughts on that. I know there's a few different possibilities here. Okay. Uh, some people say that there was another incursion, Michael Heiser. He's, he's, Dr. Heiser, he would say that after the flood, there was some sort of another incursion with maybe one of these gods or the, you know, the, the, the sons of God that was put over the the 70 different people at Babel, right? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Found that woman uh, and he just fell in love yeah, and they yeah. just, he had <laughs> to right. betray God because so he loved her so much. Yeah.
0: Right. So there's that. Um, then oh. there's the idea that some of them made it through the flood, uh, which I think is right. one that Ricky. <laughs> I think that's one that Ricky espouses. i um, I. I don't know about that one. For me personally, I don't know. I'm, I I know that we do find a lot of like, uh, massive tunnel systems under the ground right. i mean when i'm in, in missouri in, in missouri when i was in bible college and i got kicked out twice <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, I, I, actually, I had a job where i was bottling um starbucks bottles but i worked in a cave and it was a massive massive cave system right i would drive down into the cave to get to my job
1: that's like the it salt mines those, in kansas Right. Yeah, you
0: were talking I mean, about and, that. And, and the Ozarks, these are massive. There's a lot of government stuff going on down there too. But that's – and probably mm-hmm. some Nephilim stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but probably, there's
2: yeah, uh, for sure. There's that. For sure.
0: Mm-hmm. So there's that. And then there's also the idea – and this one is one that I still kind of possibly think is a possibility, is that uh, God allowed for somebody like one of the wives, uh, because it says that that, uh, that Noah was perfect in his generation, and that's why he was, you know, he was able to get on the boat. He was a good man, but he's also didn't, wasn't tainted with the Nephilim stuff, right? He no tainted <laughs> it, so, DNA. Yeah. yeah, he didn't have any of that issues in his family line, so his sons didn't mm-hmm. have that, and his wife mm-hmm. didn't have that. But it doesn't say anything about the daughters, right? And right. so, <clears throat> if this is a recessive gene, that <laughs> he has. And here's the thing, it, it, maybe like uh, the daughter or the the wife of Cain, or, or not uh, not Cain Ham, yeah. the wife of yeah. Ham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking at her.
1: Right. Cain and Kush, because right. because
0: he's uh, he's, he's the one that gets all the, the problems. And so I still think that's possible. People are like, well, why would God allow them to get on the boat? Because He was saving from that. Because here's the thing, it's the same answer for why He would allow it uh, again in the. In, in the first place, afterwards, at all okay, <clears throat> because after the flood, when these beings show back up, they're in Canaan, they're all in this one spot, <clears throat> and
1: so this well, all of humanity people... is two at that time, yeah, yeah, yeah so. right,
2: right.
0: correct. But <laughs> well, I'm talking about much later in Joshua, like when when the Israel after in Exodus, or actually in Numbers, at first when in okay. Numbers, when when they first mm-hmm. get to. Um, they go to the promised land. Like I've heard atheists are like, oh, it doesn't take 40 years to, to walk to from here to here. Well, they went there no, once not already. not at all. Yeah. But <laughs> they went there, and most people don't realize this, they went twice to the promised land. The first time they said, mm-mm, nope, mm-mm. and why did they say that? Because my favorite verse in the Bible is Numbers thirteen thirty three says that there were Nephilim in the land, and we were like grasshoppers in their sight, <laughs> because they sent 12 spies.
1: Joshua says, go
0: "Go into there and give us a report. They bring back the giant grapes. It takes two people to carry. Very strange Mm -hmm. passage. Uh, Kind of gives you a hint as to why God says to destroy everything later on. Uh, Right, absolutely. Right. And so they come back and they say, the Nephilim are there. (laughs) And we can't do this. But God had already planned. Get rid of all of these beings, right? And so th- the whole reason that they are, are allowed onto the boat in that scenario is the same reason of a possible second incursion, or they were allowed to exist under the ground, because when Israel finally actually does go back, and the conquest of Joshua and the parts of the Bible people get really upset about, they get really upset about when God says why going to kill every man, babies? woman, and child, right. and kill all hey, the hey. all the sheep. <coughs> all <coughs> the don't cows, don't eat the, seed, the land. Don't, yep. get rid of it. Can
2: them. I just say the that police. that's such a, an oxymoron when they get when they're like gung ho about abortion? Uh, well, like they're like, well, why does the God the kill all the all the all the children, the babies, and well, he'll kill the babies that say, aren't born yet?
0: Yeah. Well, they'll also right. say why doesn't god get rid of evil and then he does and they're like why did he do that right <laughs> <laughs> He's There's so mean. Only... Uh... So every single time 100 percent of the time that god says kill every man woman and child he says scorched earth policy
1: because mm-hmm.
0: we notice in joshua he doesn't say that for everybody. He doesn't say that for no, Jericho.
1: Absolutely, he doesn't does say not. that for, for all the people of Jericho. Yeah, he doesn't. Well, he doesn't. Say know, it he for, does for Jericho. He he does for Jericho. The only inhabitant spared yeah. in all oh, yeah, Israel been right, right, her right. family. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But <laughs> but, but so here's an interesting... are
0: Mixed within all of that, right? And so right. Like... Well, and
1: here's the thing: the reason when when they when when Moses. And his mighty men kill Og of Bashan and King Sihon. Um, news of that travels in to yep. Canaan. And yep. as a matter of fact, Rahab says to um, the spies, she says, we have heard of your conquests and what you have done and our hearts have melted within us. And that is
0: exactly my point. I'm glad you brought it up, because that's exactly why God allows this, because then Israel is a force to be reckoned with, because the the Nephilim tribes, the the descendants of the Nephilim tribes, right. they were a force to be reckoned with, and everybody around the area was terrified of them. And then the when point Israel that, goes in
1: go ahead to to the point that those walls of Jericho were massive. They weren't oh, yeah. they weren't <laughs> they were apartment complexes within the walls because the walls were so high and right. so big what yeah. were they keeping out? And notice the people who lived in in the walls like Rahab the prostitute. Yeah. It, they it was it was the lower echelons of society that yeah. lived in that wall. So mm-hmm. if if the um Raiders such as Og came, the, the wall's taller than him, and should be able to keep him out is, yeah. is the theory. Or at there. least
0: make it to where they don't want to go through the effort, right?
1: Right. But
0: yeah, because that makes it much more difficult. So yeah. God takes God the Israelites, and he says, all right, I'm going – and here's the funny thing. It's it's funny that all of these these Nephilim descendant tribes they are all in the area that that God promised to Abraham. It's almost as if the enemy knew. Okay, we are watching what Abraham walked. He walked and he did all of this, so we're going to go inhabit that land so they can't come here.
1: Boy, yeah, says, I do, like God from says, the beginning. Nope. <laughs> right. So that's where they In complicate. the beginning, they've had beef with mm-hmm. us, they've had beef with yeah. mankind, and mm-hmm. especially beef with God's chosen. Yeah. Because well, and, they're not and in Some anymore. of them escape. Some of yeah. them escape right.
0: and they, they and they flee because of the conquest. Which we'll sure. get into some more modern kind of stuff in a little bit. <laughs> but just remember that part that Not all of them are killed, right? Okay. If you don't understand the story of the Nephilim, you can't understand that this is the reason why Saul is removed as king because he refused to get rid of them. So God Mm -hmm. brought in a known giant slayer, a known Nephilim descendant killer to make as the king because he knew David will get rid of them.
1: Well, and one thing and too <laughs> so god God tells the children of Israel when they are in the desert. He tells them, "We're not going to destroy them all because if you did, there would be such a vacuum mm-hmm. that the beasts would would overpopulate the area." So um, it's it's interesting if you don't read the Bible for yourself, I I really yeah. recommend read yeah. it from start to finish. <laughs> yeah, my don't husband just, and don't I, don't I are
0: believe the things that we're saying. Go and yeah, read the story. Misunderstanding, and you you it will come alive. You will. It's believe. insane. It's insane
1: How much? My husband and, and really... I. Oh my gosh, my husband and I are reading and through the Bible through uh the Bible in a year. And we happen to be right now um in First Kings. Yeah. But we we were in Chronicle, Second Chronicles at the yeah. end, and I had to stop my husband because I was like, they just keep naming giants. There are more than yeah. six yeah, giants yeah, yeah. named <laughs> in the in the old testament. And no Goliath Goliath had it. four books. <laughs> but they name them they in their yes. names the yep. the and and the ones with with this this sixth digit are called out about it, but yep. you in it, it's just it, it's like I know you don't read your Bible because if you read your Bible, you'd be freaking out like I am saying. Well, what the heck? There's more than six different giants yep. in in the first fifteen books of the Bible. The word Nephilim is mentioned twice,
0: but these things show up all the way up even to First King. Right. <laughs> I mean, by name they, are they do. Well, here.
1: and the name of the <laughs> the name of the hill that Jesus was crucified on is called the Skull. Why? Well, the skull. well because the Hebrew. Um, belief is that Goliath's head is buried on that
2: hill. (laughs) That's why it's called
1: Golgotha.